Hi everyone, this is Adel Kozilski and you're listening to The Infinite Loop, a place for conversation, inspiration and connection. I'm still on a roll about perspective, perspective, perspective. Our space is really maddening right now and our lives are fraught with anxiety and fear. This gush of negative talk about COVID is enough to drown you in helplessness. The stories of how people got sick, how they are sick, etc. is just affecting our frazzled brains and frying it more and more until I feel like we are that cartoon character that has put their finger in the electrical socket and gone zzzz. Last week, Sunday night, I was done. And I took upon myself a personal challenge. I promised myself I would not indulge in any negative talk about COVID, the economy, the government, and nor will I allow myself to be bombarded by the endless stream of bad news and horror stories that were flowing through my Facebook, Instagram, and the news outlets. Lucky I don't follow Twitter, Snapchat, and goodness knows what else is out there. Well, guess what I found? A week later, I look back now, and I realize I've had a very productive week. My work output was great, and I engaged with the world productively. My Fitbit sleep scores were well into the late 80s, early 90s, which meant that I have been well rested every night and I have woken up refreshed and ready to take on the day. I also allowed myself to only indulge in interesting things. So this week I followed a podcast of people who were thinking out of the box and changing the world for, with their ideas. I learned about an entirely new field of my work. I was captivated by two separate Zoom presentations of extraordinary people who overcame enormous challenges and went on to lead amazing lives. I also ate super healthily this week. I relaxed at home on the weekend. I engaged with my 3D puzzle. And oh, I must mention, I loved my Sunday night jacuzzi bath with all the bubbles. Yep, <laughs> it was a fantastic week. But looking back, I realize that I've learned and that I've practiced an unbelievably valuable lesson. You know, most of the time when one engages with the world, it is human nature to concentrate on the negative. Even if your glass is three quarters full, you will focus on the one quarter empty. Even if there is a 98% chance of surviving COVID, we will always focus on the 2% death rate. That's how we are as human beings. Why? I guess because we allow ourselves to be permeable to whatever comes our way. And then, of course, bad news sells. So I want to share with you a story. And this story had an incredible impact on me. The story goes that there was a young man who was struggling to understand how he could control his thoughts. You know, most of us understand we can control our actions. And harder still, even though doable, we can control our speech. But our thoughts, 
How can one control that? I know. My mind thinks whatever it wants, whenever it wants. Well, this question weighed heavily on this young man, and he decided to go and seek out his spiritual master, his Rebbe. He posed the question, and in reply, the Rebbe said, Look, I'm not the right person to answer such a complex question. Go rather to the woodcutter in the forest. He lives in a small holding in the midst of the forest. Go there, he'll be able to answer you. So, enthusiastically, off the young man went, with a little sack of provisions on his shoulder, into the forest in a quest to get an answer about his perturbing question. He arrives in the late afternoon, and he spots the woodcutter's modest little house, and from afar he sees through the window that the woodcutter is sitting at his table, bent over his books, and he's studying. Great, thought the young man, he's home. So he steps onto the threshold of the house, and he knocks politely. No answer. So he knocks again this time, a little more loudly. Silence. Well, maybe this guy is a little hard of hearing. So he pounds on the door quite hard. Nothing. So frustrated, he peers through the side window near the door and he sees the woodcutter still bent over his books, deep in concentration. Well, what should he do? Has no option. He starts banging on the window. Maybe he'll hear him. Still silence. Wow, this is frustrating. So with every inch of energy, he starts pounding the window again, furiously now, shouting, Hello, hello, can you hear me? Hey there, hello. Well, that eventually got the woodcutter's attention. The woodcutter looked up and he rose slowly and he made his way to the door. Opens the door. Hello, said the woodcutter. Can I help you? The young man by that time was full of rage and frustration. But he figured he's arrived here now. The guys opened the door. Say what you have to say. Yes, uh, he splutters. I was sent by my Rebbe to ask you a question. Then ask it, my dear man. Says the young man, I've been struggling to control my thoughts. I don't know if it is possible to do so. And I was told that you would be able to answer me. Sure, said the woodcutter. Come in, take a seat. So the young man nervously went inside and pulled up a chair at the woodcutter's table and sat down. The woodcutter looked at him, gave him a warm smile and then a piercing look. Tell me, he says, who owns this house? Um, well, you, of course, replied the young man. Well then, young man, if I am the master of the house, then I can choose to allow who I want to enter my abode. And with that, the woodcutter got up and signaled that the conversation was over. But in that short moment, the young man understood 
that he got his answer. You see, each of us are the masters of our abode, our souls and our bodies. We are are fully responsible in allowing guests to visit our sacred space. Thoughts are guests, and we can decide if we wish to entertain them or not. So when a thought arrives at our home, we can choose to invite it in and be its host and listen how it rambles on about how bad everything is. is. Or we can open the door and say, uh, no, no thanks now, I'm afraid I don't have time for you and close the door back again. Or we can simply ignore the thought. And even if the thought knocks persistently, and even sometimes violently, we can choose to focus on other things and not allow it any indulgence. That's the lesson I learned this week. I made a conscious choice not to allow any negative visitor to invade my mind's space. I created a safe zone where I could use my mind to explore healthy things and engage in motivating and inspiring ideas. And guess what? I had a wonderfully expansive week. You know, it's been said, where your thoughts are is where you will be. You can choose to open your home to the myriad of unwanted guests that are pounding to get in. Or, I challenge you, this week, Exert the mastery over your home and see how it changes the colors of your world. Here's to an inspiring, positive week ahead. Till next time.